Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com slash shop. An original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. the train and remain seated at all times. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter. You're listening to DW60. Welcome to the program. It's DW60's Press Row However. You may be listening Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcast. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Jeff Davis here with you along with Nicole. Good morning. Hope you're having a fantastic and most magical, magical day. I always want to say good mythical morning, but I think you might get copyright for that. Yeah, I might have a problem with that. I can't do that. <laughs> Even though I do love that show, I'll be honest. They're so funny. They are. They are very funny, and I enjoy them a lot. So we're through yet another week. We made it. Yeah. And we're still healthy. This week, we're both at home. Yeah. This is like the first full week of you and I both being home. Yeah. All the time. And I'm getting stir crazy. i got to be honest with you. I know. It's, I'm, I'm just... I go out and, you know, I walk the dogs and it's just not enough. We tried to go get dinner on Tuesday and it was, everything was closed, which understandable, but our like venture out, we're just going to run out and pick up some food and bring it back home. Turned into like two and a half hours of us trying to drive around and find a Mexican restaurant that was open. Yeah. And we ended up going with the one that, you know, we just kind of. It's okay. Yeah, we always go to it, but it's not what we wanted. Yeah, that's true. But it was still, it was good, you know. We weren't cooking at home, which was nice. I know. Uh, I had a nice pickup or delivery option, which is the norm these days. And I said this the other day, like, this is is the norm now of what our lives are right now. And and it's somewhat annoying. I know. I am tired of cooking. Like, what's for dinner tonight? I'm like, man, again? Like, we got to yeah. eat dinner again? Yeah. And it's just the two of us. I cannot imagine if it was more than us. Imagine if you're like my sister, family of five. I know. <laughs> well, she's <laughs> baking everything under the sun. Yeah, that's true. She made yeah. cookies, she made muffins, she's doing it all. There's a lot of people out there on social media these days who are showing pictures of, you know, baking banana bread, Lots regular of banana bread, bread. And muffins and brownies and cookies and trying things that they've never tried before mm-hmm. to, to just cook on the grill or in the oven. And I made, we made banana bread. We did, and it was uh, good, too. Yeah. I made brownies. Yeah. And your sister sent me a, a thing for 
peanut butter cookies I might try. Oh, that sounds good. I like that. Usually when yeah. I bake, it's like 8.30 at night, and I'm like, mm, I think we have all the stuff for this. <laughs> right before we go to bed, let's bake something. And I, last time, <laughs> what did I make last time? Some cookies, but I didn't read the, the recipe right. Uh, the sh- There were sugar cookies, weren't they, or something like that? I don't remember. But uh-huh. I didn't read the recipe right, and I accidentally made like three dozen. But they were good. We <laughs> they were all. good, yeah. <laughs> like I said, we got a fantastic show lined up for you today. As we all continue to stay safe and uh, practice our social distancing and keep things positive as the parks continue to be closed at the Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland. We don't want to talk about that too much. We want to talk about something else. We want to someone else. Or someone else. Yeah, that's a <laughs> good point. Good point. Because um, keeping it positive is what we are in the business of. And, and spreading the Disney magic like this is what we enjoy doing. And that's why we have brought on this individual. He has, as of the month of April, and I believe this week, been with Sorcerer Radio for now 10 years. A decade. A decade with SR. Okay. And he is also host of the SCR, or the SORCOM Review, every single Wednesday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, right here on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. He is the man of many, many voices, and he is also a Jeopardy champion. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Eric Allen to the show. Eric, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great now that Woody and the Beaver are back together again after so long. It is now another official Dude Bro Show. It is. I feel like I'm imposing. <laughs> you are not imposing. <laughs> no, no. You are the first official Dude Sis. I'm the third wheel. <laughs> not even. No, no, that's not the case. Not the case. No. No, before what what did I say before 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 the show started? I said not only is this the first time I get to do a show with you for a long time, it's also my very first time to get to do a show with Nicole. Woo. That's true. So yeah. it, I mean, it, we've done one show before. I was on After Dark one time. Well, that's that is true. true. She <laughs> was on screen with us one time on, on After Dark. I remember that's that. True. Yeah. Mm. That that picture. Here I was about to rip it. Go ahead. Here I was about to refer to you as uh, as the ultimate BOGO deal. <laughs> <laughs> but that picture of you and me and her on After Dark, I forget what ab we were using at the time. It comes up every now and then on Facebook. It pops up. Like this time that? five years ago or six years ago that uh, you were on the show. Or what was that? I don't remember. Something. I can't remember the name of it. It was a good app that would work really well. Yeah, trial and error for After yeah. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's that's really I how. Go ahead. No, I don't remember how either. I don't remember what that app was. I don't. I don't. But uh, WDW After Dark is literally how the Dude Bro Show got started. Uh, there were times when uh, Kristen and Al John were not available to do the show with us, and it was just me and you, and we just started this whole Dude Bro Show thing going on uh, while we did it, which was so much fun, and we had such a good time. It is. It's been far too long. It has been. It has been. And I don't want to. Uh, I don't want that to become a habit, because uh, now I have the ability to bring you on anytime you like. <laughs> if you want to come on the show, you are more than welcome to anytime. But uh, I want to talk about. I want to talk about Eric Allen a little bit. Uh, Ten years now. 
with Sorcerer Radio, Eric. Uh, what's it been like? Did you think 10 years ago you were still going to be doing a show? No, because I, I remember when uh, I was talking on the phone with Al John and he extended the offer to join Sorcerer Radio. I, I was just sitting there going like, well, holy crap on a pogo stick. Um <laughs> I, I mean, I would, and, and let me back up here because I did not get uh, get hooked on Sorcerer Radio first. It was the Character Breakfast podcast. Oh, now you're going way back. That's way back. I am I am kicking it old school today because uh, I was uh, I was looking for a podcast. I came across Character Breakfast. I don't remember how, but as I was listening to it, I got hooked on it, and that was what. Uh, when when we were doing our Disney trips, the the most frequent time that we were doing them, I would just I, I would download a bunch of them to my phone and just listen to them when it was my turn to drive. Yeah, and you know it it it, it sounds cheesy to say this now, but that didn't stop me then. So let's go ahead and do it again. <laughs> it. It did not sound like I was listening to a podcast. It sounded, for all intents and purposes, like there were four people in the car with me, in addition to a wife and my boy. Like you're hanging out with your friends. Yeah, exactly. And I caught myself talking back to it. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And, And you have those little, you know, those little daydreams like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if... I was able to join that that for real, or and then I started listening to Source Radio, and you just you, that just kind of went from there. Yeah, just kind of like the wouldn't it be cool to be a part of the station? Because you know, even back then, y'all were y'all were doing really good stuff, and it was a great way to relive the Disney magic when you weren't there at the parks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so it was just like one of those where you go, oh, wouldn't that be cool? It's kind of like the winning the lottery thing. It's kind of like, oh, wouldn't that be cool? But you know in your head it's never going to happen. <laughs> but it did. But it did, yeah. But it did. And it's just kind of like, holy crap, what? Did, what? Where do I go from here? No, it, it feels, it, at one time it feels like it's still new. But at the same time, it feels like I've done it all my life. Wow. I mean, wow. That's, that's how comfortable it feels. You're yeah. just kind of in that groove, I guess. I say it just becomes a part of like like us. It's just part of our schedule. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know everybody on the station is really great, and I enjoy all the shows that y'all do. Uh, like you and Sandy and and Andrew and and Will. It just everybody. I just, I love the shows that y'all do, and the Diz his guys that are coming on. That's that's going to be amazing. Yeah, we're really looking forward to having them on. I found that podcast about a month, month and a half ago, and I enjoyed their show so much. I started, you know, asking the question of, you know, we have a slot available, you know, would you be interested? And then I started talking to DJ Sorcy about it, and uh, here they are coming up later on today, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, here on Sorcerer Radio. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's talk about the SORCOM review real quick. Uh, so... 10 years, SCR has is, is now been on the air with Sorcerer Radio. How often have you had to go through some formatting changes with that show? Because it started off as one thing and has kind of evolved into something else down the road. 
Well, in a sense, it's always changing a little bit, kind of slowly. Yeah. But the biggest change came uh, because when when I originally took over the SORCOM review back in 2010, um, it was its primary focus was our message board, the the sorcerer. The sorcerer community, I think it was. Yeah, it's been it's been that long ago. I've forgotten the name, but it was message boards that uh, that people would go on and and chat, basically like the Spun Zone is now. But uh, it just when we got rid of the message boards, and looking back on it, I think it was the right call to do. Because the the fun zone just gets so much more usage than the message boards did more than I can remember. Yeah. Uh, but the show's primary focus went away, so I did some did some testing around and and eventually settled on the well let's let's do a trivia show or not necessarily a trivia show but. You do a subject of a show, and then you have trivia about it. Okay, I remember that. Is it? Gosh, it has been a decade. <laughs> I just literally have forgotten <laughs> what what happened back then. I forgot what I did five minutes ago. To be honest with you, that, that's what it's like for me these days. So, no more message boards and uh, stuff like that. Nowadays, what is the Sorcom like review for everybody to listen to? Hopefully, it's a pleasant thing to listen to. I think it is. Um, oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, of course it is. Come on. But I try to, I, I try not to stray too far into uh, other people's wheelhouses. Like, for instance, you, I mean, you've got the na- the news thing nailed down. So I don't want to, to venture into into news or Sandy and Michael. They've got the, the, the trip information that sort of thing. So I do try to keep it more trivia focused. I enjoy the uh, trivia. Except, I think it's fun. Now, some weeks, like uh, this week, I wanted to do some trivia on uh, Toontown and Toontown Fair, but unfortunately, the there was too too much music to squeeze in that I couldn't do it. And okay. and that'll happen sometimes. Like uh, last week was a uh, something that we do every month is uh, it's pulling from what I call the Sorcom Vintage Vinyl Vault. I love the and Vintage Vinyl stuff. That stuff yeah, is fantastic. So I love it. That came about, uh, my ex and I went to an estate sale. And the reason we went is because uh, we had heard that the, uh, the person that had passed away was really big into Disney. And of course, that was an understatement. And there was just this stack of old Disney vinyl albums. And so I got that and I said, yo, it would be cool because you never hear these on Disney radio. You don't hear these elsewhere on the station. Right. That can be the niche. Oh, yeah. And so every time I go to a thrift store or a flea market or or a yard sale, that's the first thing I look for. Oh, and it's such a fun hunt, too. The the better too. How many? Okay, how many? Do, how many records? Do, were they actual records? Were they tapes? Or what were they? They were actual records. Okay, how many records do you think you probably have? 
Mm, I'd say at least three to four dozen. Oh, wow. Three or four dozen? That's, wow. I, I would say. Do you have a favorite? Um. Yes. Yes. I do have a favorite, and it's a sentimental favorite because it was like a sequel to the Jungle Book. Hmm. Ooh. It was, a, it, and I have played it on uh, on SCR. It's a record that I had as a kid, and I remember listening to that when I was very young. Yeah. And I was fortunate to find another copy of it. Right. And the thing is, this was the record was actually supposed to be a sequel to the movie. I mean, the album was going to be a movie. Right. But apparently they they decided, you know, Jungle Book didn't do well enough to warrant a sequel, right. which is kind of hard to believe now. Oh, yeah. But true. Yeah, they did. And a lot of things we have to remember, a lot of the Disney movies that we know and love weren't particularly successful at the box office. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. Wow. So, that's that's, yeah, a, lot, that that's a lot of great favorite. records. Oh, man, I can't I have, even begin to one. imagine. If one? I have one. I think I had one Disney record when I was a kid, and that was the Disco Mickey Mouse record. That's the, the one, one I, I have. have. Yeah. I think Charles actually has that's one right one. now. But Yeah. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> I played that thing like crazy on my Fisher Price record player so much. If anybody out there still has those, uh, let us know in the Source Radio Disney Fun So Take a picture of it. I'd love to see one again. <laughs> the Fisher Price or the, the uh, well, the... <laughs> yeah, the Fisher Price record player. Yeah, I, I know Eric has got his, um, and I've seen it before uh, pictures. But uh, something else that is very well known for the for SCR on Sorcerer Radio is any time that we have a concert series coming up at Epcot over in the World Showcase at the American Gardens Theater, you can always rely on Eric Allen to one day before, usually before the concert series starts, he'll play a full hour of almost all the artists that you can hear during that concert series during that festival. That is one of my most favorite times for SCR, Eric. It's like a charcuterie board of the festival of music. <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, it used to be I could I could pretty much pack everybody in into one show, but now Disney has just expanded that lineup so much that it it'll run for like two, sometimes even three shows. Three? Oh wow! I didn't realize it was that uh, many. I think this year it actually was three, which is kind of ironic because the preview lasted longer than the concert series itself did. Oh, but but I I think it went into a third. It did go into a third week. I had two acts remaining after two weeks. And so that's that's when I went to the fun zone and just say, hey, let's fan cast next year. Okay. yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What's a group that you would like to see on the lineup? It does not have to be a, a feasible idea. It could be somebody that you don't think is ever going to show. Right. This just, it's just our fantasy lineup. It's kind of like fantasy football, but with microphones. So which concert series do you think you enjoy playing the best for SR listeners? Which one do you, do you like? I am going to say... That's, that's a very, very hard choice. That's what I'm going to say. 
I would probably say Garden Rocks. Okay. Historically, because they have some more vintage acts like Herman's Hermits. Okay, yeah. And yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I the song that I usually play from them is, is I'm Henry VIII, I am, and that's pretty much what they're known for. <laughs> right. Yeah. That yeah. and that only. And, yeah. It's what we call in the industry a one-hit wonder. There it is. There it is. There is that voice again. <laughs> the, uh, are we keeping a tally? There's one. There's one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, that's some good, great music that comes out of those concert series. Yeah. It is. Do we need it to is. give him that? I think we should give him that. Okay, there we go. Okay, he there's gets a one. Day. There's one. <laughs> All right, let's let's take a step back from uh, SCR for just a second, and um, let's talk about what Eric Allen is doing at home to keep the Disney magic alive during these difficult times. What have you found yourself doing other than teleworking? Because a lot of us, yes, we are teleworking from home, stuff like that. What do you find yourself doing in your spare time to keep the Disney magic alive? Well, specifically Disney, I decided I was going to, if I'm stuck at home... Uh, let's rotate through the t-shirt collection and just go back, you know, drag out the ones that you, that, that I know that I don't normally wear, but just can't bear to get rid of. Sure. I know. And that. I started it off. <laughs> yes, I do. started it off with the March magic t-shirt. Oh, good one. I miss those. A few weeks, yeah. From a few years back when they, uh, I, I wish that it, it, apparently it didn't go over as well as they thought it would. But every year, I would get a you know get a couple for me, get a couple for Mac, and then and just keep you know, build up a collection. Right. And so, just just worked my way through it, and I think I got through the final one yesterday. So interesting. That's that is that is the Disney part, and of course, doing doing shows for Sorcerer Radio that helps. Right. Right. That helps tremendously. How many, let's see, how many Disney t-shirts do you think you have? At least three fewer than I have albums. <laughs> He's got more than I do. Um, I, I think know. he does. I think he I, does. I think I got a couple dozen. couple yeah. dozen? Yeah, I don't have a couple dozen. Couple I dozen. A couple dozen? I might have a dozen in the closet, I think. So Eric's got me a couple dozen. Yeah. My uh, my my ultimate goal is to because you know, I've got a lot that are put up as well that are in storage, and uh, I would love to have like a T-shirt quilt made of all my Disney shirts. Oh, that's cool! Yeah, that's a good idea. Awesome. I like that. I like that. So we've been wearing T-shirts, keep the Disney magic alive. Now I know that you're doing something else, and this is something that you've become very passionate about here in the last few years, and that is putting Legos together. Not only just not just you, but also with your son as well, and you're going to uh, different events uh, where Lego is uh, communities are putting stuff on and everything else. Tell me about Eric Allen and Lego. What is the connection there? Okay, um, well, I had Lego when I was a kid. Yeah. I think uh, that's almost like a rite of passage. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, yeah. son, you're old enough for your first Lego set. Have that, <laughs> and. I had kind of gotten out of it, and when um, my son got old enough, I said, okay, well, son, you're old enough for your first Lego set, so we started uh, doing it, and that's been fine, uh, you know, building them with him and playing them with him, that was fine, 
but he kind of moved away a little bit. And when I started where I am now, uh, one of the uh, one of my coworkers was a huge Lego fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, a he called himself an AFOL, which stands for Adult Fan of Lego. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. That it, that's a thing, y'all. I didn't know that one. I've never heard that before. That's a first. I haven't heard that. That uh, that was a big thing for him and his son, but his thing was not like Star Wars or Castle or whatever. He was big into Civil War reenactments with Lego. Okay. Oh. Interesting. I like that military that, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he would show he would show us pictures. It's like he would he would go online and download these stickers to put on the figures that uh, that that were quote unquote historically accurate for these different regiments. Right. And as a matter of fact, uh, there's a one of the events that that you referred to is a uh, an event called Brick Fair. Okay. And it's it's in several different locations, but it comes through Central Alabama and the Birmingham area every January. Mm-hmm. And every year I would go with Mac and I would always look for this guy, but he, he was never there. He was never showing anything. He just never seemed to turn up. Well, after a few years of going uh, on the way home, I looked over at Mac. I said, would you like to build something to put into this show? Because that's what these people did. They would, uh, they would show stuff. Like, this is not like a traveling exhibition. This is basically a convention where everybody converges and brings things that they've been working on and, and so on and so forth. Okay, so when you say build something, we're not talking about just some Lego set that you can pick up at Target or Walmart. This is something that you have created from your own mind, correct? Right, and they call those mocks, M-O-Cs, and that stands for my own creation. Okay. And, yeah, and so that's... Uh, that is things that uh, that you just don't get from a set. Like, say, if yeah. you want to, if you want to build Abe Lincoln's log cabin birthplace, that would be considered a mock because they don't have a set. Okay. And we started doing. It, and Mac was was huge into Star Wars at the time, still is. And so we decided, okay, we need to be Star Wars, but it, we don't want it to be something that everybody and their brother is doing. Right. So, I started digging into uh, to a bunch of different res- uh, resources, and in the old Star Wars role playing game, the pen and paper, the Dungeons and Dragons, but with lightsabers, kind of thing. Okay. They had a uh, a book where the Empire had these they call them, um, uh, rapid deployment stations. It basically it was almost like the the uh, the office trailers you see on construction job sites. <laughs> Those are cool. I mean, that's what they that's what they would do. I mean, they would just uh, they take these shuttles and just drop them into place, and they would work like you know forward outposts and and uh, and things like that. So we we settled on that, and then we started building it. And you can do this with a Lego Digital Designer which is a free download off of Lego's website. It allows you, it's kind of like Minecraft because you're building with virtual bricks, but these are actual Lego bricks. Oh, that's cool. And when you're done, it'll generate instructions and also a parts list. Oh, cool. That is super cool. I love that. 
And at one point in time, you could submit your build to Lego and, you know, they would gather all the pieces and ship it to you as a set. So wait, is that how they got the idea or did somebody submit the idea for the Steamboat Willie Lego set that I've got? That I think is a separate thing. It's uh, it's called Lego Ideas. Okay. It's right. where they, it's where people say, hey, I've built this Lego. You should consider making this an official set. Okay. Uh, the thing okay. With, uh, with Digital Designer is just, hey, these are the parts. Here are your parts that you can build this with, you know, for your own. So the thing that you're talking about is literally putting together your own idea from your brain into, you know, mm-hmm. this, you know, application and it gives you instructions on how to put it together piece by piece, right? That is correct. That is so cool. That is so cool. You are correct, sir. Okay. <laughs> That's too. So how many, the, 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 the set, the, the uh, everything that you put together uh, for Brick Fair, how many pieces is this, uh, you know, entire creation that you put together? I would say several thousand. Several because thousand. Because when we, when we designed it, we only designed the station itself. Yeah. And so the, the base that it's on, it's on, you, you know, these 10 inch squares uh, the green bases that you see. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, this one sits on 15. Five wide, three deep. Oh, okay. You get an idea how, how big this this is. Yeah. Oh, wow. And we would, we would say, okay, well, let's go. I like this set on eBay. So we'll, we'll grab that set and we'll build it, but we'll incorporate into the build. Just kind of like as additional scenery and stuff. And I've even seen pictures that you have Im- Im- implemented Sorcerer Radio into some of your builds as well. I have seen uh, a Sorcerer Radio sign. I can't remember what it was exactly that you had built, but I saw... I think it was a billboard and a truck, right? Yeah, like a billboard truck, DJ Sorcy on a turntable and stuff like that uh, in one of your sets? That wasn't DJ Sorcy. That was actually me. That's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I love that. Actually... The way that uh, these are later built, and the one with the billboards actually came about as part of the the original build. Uh, the original build, all told, ran about uh, took about three years from wow. start to finish. That is crazy! Wow. And that that is the sentimental favorite. It goes to every show that we're a part of. Or we have a a local Lego users group. And it's almost like Lego fan clubs that are around the around the area. There's probably one near you, but they have uh, anywhere that we're invited. We'll go to conventions. We'll go to uh, festivals. Uh, the uh, we'll, the local McWayne Center, which is like a science and technology museum. Right. Uh, we've been invited to show there as part of displays and whatnot. Right. But the uh, the one with the the Sorcerer Radio billboard is basically it's a mashup of Disney and Star Wars. I did this without even knowing about Galaxy's Edge because that's that predates that. <laughs> Where it, when when Lego was doing like the first run of the Disney minifigures sure. and they would come in these blind packs. Yeah. I wound up with four of the little green men aliens from Toy Story. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> she loves us. So guys. I thought yeah. 
so so I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I put if we put them in this big outpost build and they've been stopped by stormtroopers? You know, because they're aliens. Right. Yeah, right, yeah. So we we took that idea and took it one forward. It was like we built a land speeder like they were going to Disney World in the land speeder. And so then we had a speeder bike done up like a highway patrol bike. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and you have you have basically a bike trooper. Yeah. You know, yeah. policeman's outfit and a, and a, a scout trooper helmet. And he has pulled them over and he is giving them a ticket. Not my little aliens. They would never. You got to watch out for number five. He drives like a maniac. But I thought this needs something. So I said, well, let's put up billboards because you see these on the on the road all the time going down there. And so I thought, well, if I'm going to put up a billboard, I have got to plug Sorcerer Radio. Oh, sure. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, you have to. And he's right, and the, the source of radio billboard is right next to, you know, people, if you're from the area, you, you know this guy. <laughs> he is a personal injury lawyer, and he has a, an agreement with the local billboard companies that if they have, like, a blank uh, billboard somewhere, put one of his ads up. They're everywhere. You know, just, to keep, just to keep it from going, you know, not used. I mean, we are... I don't know, hours and out. We're in another state and they're everywhere here as well. Oh, yeah. yeah and they'll right. be, you know, the, the two billboards that are on top of each other are like back to back. He's on both of them. Like, <laughs> he's everywhere. Every bus stop, every everything. So going back to that, uh, that Star Wars creation that you've put together from your mind and put it into mm-hmm. the application and, and putting it together, you take it to Brick Fair with you. Real quick, tell me, Something that you did not expect at this Lax Brick Fair with that specific set. Well, it, it's it was the first thing that we had ever built together. Yeah, and it's one that we just—it's a sentimental favorite. We always do it because people people get a kick out of it, just looking at it because there are all these little hidden images in it, kind of like Easter eggs and Pixar movies. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna yeah. put it. I'm gonna put a John Ratzenberger in this build at some point, just just so it'll be complete. But it's uh, it's something that it's just there because we enjoy doing it. Well, this weekend, that this year, uh, we come in one morning and there's a bag of Lego parts sitting, you know, on our table, and we're just kind of like, okay, somebody must have left this after hours, <laughs> right, right. And so, so Matt gets out the instructions. He says, Dad, this is for an award. I said, this has got to be a mistake. So I go on the, the, the Brick Fair website and start scrolling down. And this build that just originated out of a desire just to have something to build, to do together and put in and show. Yeah. One staff favorite. And I'm just kind of like. Cute. I just kind of like, holy crap on a pogo stick. That that is my go-to phrase. <laughs> it's That's the SR good. version of SOS. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually my version of dang yeah! <laughs> There's three. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> another ding. Give him another one. There we go. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it's uh, 
it, it won an award, and I was I was so so happy for it, happy for Mac, happy for me, just because you know it was just a project for us to do. Yeah, yeah. The fruits of your labor. <laughs> and a lot of people they wouldn't think that you know this can actually be a very calming and enjoyable experience to put something like that together. I mean, some people start off very small and they work their way up to pieces and sets like you that, that literally have thousands upon thousands of pieces. It's like a puzzle. A lot of people use puzzles, you know, just to calm down and relax. I kind of, I, I like Legos myself. I don't like them as much as other people probably, but I do like them just to sit and relax and know that I've created something. I've put something together and, and that feeling of accomplishment after it's done and you're looking at it and you display it and see it all the time, everything else. That's what I seem to love about it these days. And you have actually accomplished more than I have where that uh, Steamboat Willie set is concerned because yours is assembled. Mine is still sitting in the box. Oh, no. You've got to do that one. You got it. Oh, it's so I just loved it. I loved it. <laughs> and actually... Uh, I, I made an addition to the Steamboat Willie set. Uh, Nicole went to the Lego store at uh, Disney Springs, and she went over to the uh, machines where you can cle- create your own Lego minifigure. And she created one of me. It's got uh, DW60 on it, the SR logo on it, and everything else with a little microphone and a radio wearing a hat. I think he has a beard as well. Yeah. And uh, he is sitting literally on Steamboat Willie with Mickey and Minnie. Um I, I did not awesome. bribe a cast member, but I may have bartered for a microphone. <laughs> he was like, well, if you buy this, then you can trade for a blind bag, and they usually have one. And then he was like, but I mean, if you just hang out, I might just be able to run and go grab one that does definitely have a microphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they got us a microphone, but it's, it's cool you... The head and the hat or hair or whatever, um, and the pants you can pick out of a bin. You like dig through all the bins and the right. accessories, you dig through the bins. But the shirts and the like bl- brick that they sit on is you can either type or draw or take one of their designs. Or so I drew the DW60 logo on the front and the SR logo on the back, and the, the girls next to me. We're getting one for a friend who's a cast member, and so they were drawing the cast member's costume on the Lego minifig. They're pretty cool. Yeah, very it's cool. The only place that, you can do that. Awesome. Yeah. So you're, you're the, the next time you're there, you're going to have to go and do that. I am because one of the things that I had entertained with the back of my head about doing was doing Lego minifigure versions of all of us. Oh, so that would be so cool. <laughs> if, if you can, if, if you can do that there, then that's. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, Yeah, that's the place to do it. Uh, You're definitely going to have to check it out the next time you're over at Disney Springs. Uh, It's it's relatively new. They've had it for the last uh, few months now, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if it's the only one in only one or the only one in the U.S. Well, I don't remember it being there in May of last year, the last time I was at the Lego store. So it's been within the last year Uh, that they have added this option. But it was pretty Um, inexpensive. I think it was like I want to say either twelve dollars or fourteen dollars. But um, you can use the annual pass holder discount. Okay, that's good. That's good to know for all of the listeners out there that want to check that out over the Lego store at uh, Disney Springs. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we are going to ask Eric Allen some rapid fire questions. Are you up for some rapid fire, Mr. Eric Allen? Oh, sign me up, brother. <laughs> he gets another one. <laughs> there. 
The man's got so many voices. All right, rapid fire coming up here on DW60. Tired of missing out on free dining and special park? Looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things Disney? Well, we've got you covered. EarsAlert.com has up-to-date news, deals, and information from the very best Disney news sources. Visit EarsAlert.com and download our iOS or Android app to get immediate updates whenever a Disney news story breaks. Visit EarsAlert.com today. Enhance your Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival experience with the Festival of Food mobile app. With the Festival of Food app, you'll see everything that's available, including location, pictures and pricing, create your to-do list, track your progress, and read ratings and reviews from other foodies. There's a lot to taste at this year's festival. You don't want to miss a thing. Download the free Festival of Food app today to start planning, eating, and sharing. Available for iOS and Android. Find it in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Take a moment and think about where you are. Now, let's dream about where you'd rather be. A Disney Cruise Line vacation, perhaps? Let us help. We'll add some ocean waves. Now, the kids are playing at their own clubs. You're enjoying a romantic dinner. And tonight, gather for fireworks over the ocean. More fireworks. When you're dreaming of the perfect vacation for the whole family, the difference is Disney. Visit www.storybookdestinations.com to get started. Together, we can write your next fairy tale vacation. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next magically scented order. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. DW60 here on Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. Jeff Davis, Nicole, and Mr. Eric Allen here with you on the show this morning. We're going to do some rapid fire with Mr. Eric Allen. Eric is the type of person who loves answering questions. And I'm trying to tie this into Jeopardy as much as I can, Eric. Uh, But with Jeopardy, it's you, you answer the questions or the answer the question with an answer or answer the answer with a question you have they give you the answer I, i'm so confused <laughs> which is it phrase your answer in the form of a that's question. right that's right isn't that is that what it is mr jeopardy champion that is the way that it is um i don't have to do that this time though do i no 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 you don't have to answer with a question no this okay, this just th- <laughs> no this is strictly just um Random questions. We give you about two minutes uh, for you to, you know, answer these questions and just go through them as quickly as you can. First thing, you know, that comes to mind. That's basically what we're looking for when it comes to rapid fire. And um, a lot of it is really interesting to answer at times because we kind of throw you for a loop on a few of them here and there. So we're going to do two minutes. Rapid fire, Mr. Eric Allen. Let's see if he can get through all of them that we have so far. 
All right, here we go. First question is this. What is your favorite nighttime parade at a Disney park? I would say Spectre Magic. What is the best extinct Disney attraction? Horizons. Mickey Bar or Dole Whip? I love that answer, by the way. Dole Whip. Ooh, good one. What is the worst Disney restaurant you visited? What is Tony's Plaza? Oh, sorry, I didn't have to do that. <laughs> what is the best Walt Disney World attraction ever created? Oh, snap. You would have to hit me with that one. Uh, uh, I am going to say Star Tours just for grins and giggles. What is your favorite Walt Disney World coffee mug? One that has Star Tours on it. <laughs> what member of the Seven Dwarfs do you most relate with? Happy. What does Universal do better than Disney? Alcohol. <laughs> Favorite World Showcase Pavilion? Germany. Which restaurant has the best Disney burger? I am going to say, from my own experience, it's going to be the American Adventure. Ooh, good one. What's your favorite Disney but, character sidekick? Launchpad McQuack. What's your, what's your favorite Disney song? Uh, Perfect World from Emperor's New Groove. Most disliked Disney attraction? Frozen Ever After. What's the most underrated Disney movie? Either Emperor's New Groove or Atlantis, The Lost Empire. What's the most exciting thing coming to Disney parks? Me, hopefully. Yay! <laughs> Favorite Epcot festival? Uh, food and wine. What Disney attraction should be replaced or refurbished? Tomorrowland Speedway. Two minutes. Rapid fire with Mr. Eric Allen. Fantastic job, dude. That was really good. <laughs> You've gotten further than anybody. Further than anybody. But I'm so impressed. I know my favorites. And I know them well. <laughs> now, I want to go back to one that you had mentioned. Um, favorite Disney character sidekick. What was that again? Launchpad McQuack. The best. Why him? Because he um, he just had a likability to him. I mean, he was he was not he was not a a rocket scientist, but he was loyal. He knew his stuff. Even if he wasn't completely good at it, hence the term crashing. Okay. But, uh, no, he, he was good as a sidekick. Well, he wasn't really a sidekick in DuckTales, but when they introduced him in Darkwing, I thought that was a wonderful, wonderful bit of recycling. Right. Uh, bringing him over. And he just, I just like the way he, he, he and Darkwing had really good chemistry. And then let's go back to your Disney Burger location. Why'd you pick that one? Because that's the only one that I could remember having. <laughs> that's the only location? Well, no. I mean, I've had some from like quick service, like, you know, Cosmic Rays or... or uh, Pinko's Bill or, or something. Bill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, uh, that was the one that I had that was the best. How many? But this bison burger that I keep seeing posted <laughs> oh, on Sorcerer yeah. Radio, yeah. that yeah, one bite of that may change my answer. 
because that thing looks good. I yeah, I've, I, I've seen so many people say that this bison burger is just beyond belief. And to be able to, to check it out at Geyser Point, um, and that is the restaurant's name, mm-hmm. right? Geyser Point, yeah. yeah. Um, one of these days, it's going to happen, and I'm going to just savor every single bite. I'm I so can't, I, I cannot wait. Oh, my goodness. Uh, how many trips do you think you've made to Walt Disney World throughout the years? That's hard for me to say. I know that I had been to at least one of the four parks down there four times before I met my ex. But once we got annual passes and we realized that we could do a long weekend down there cheaper than we could at the beach. Right, right. Then we would go, I think at our height, we were going about once every other month. Okay. Okay. So you've, so, you've had quite a few trips then. Yes. Okay. Yes. Not not week-long trips. Just little short just two or three day short, trips here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. long weekend stuff. That's fantastic. That's like me. I've only had so, one like week-long. Well, maybe, maybe two like week-long trips. Um, and one of them, actually, they were both when I was living in Florida. So I've never like traveled to Walt Disney World from like far away and to stay for a week. I've never, I don't know, I've never done that. This will yeah. be the first time yeah. in September. For the, for the uh, honeymoon and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It was always quick weekends. Even now, it's quick week, quick weekends. Yeah, always quick week- weekends uh, for us. So a nice big trip. Eric Allen, before we close things up with you, uh, what is in the future for the SCR on Sorcerer Radio? Hopefully another 10 years. Another 10. I don't think that's going to be a problem, honestly. I mean, uh, <laughs> you you have you have done some amazing things with that show, and, and it has grown in, in so many different ways. Uh, you've had different time slots uh, throughout the 10 years. But you seem pretty com- comfortable with Wednesdays at 8 a.m. for morning show. Um, hump day is, is so important in the work week. And, <laughs> and I really think that, that Eric's show gives you a really good start to the day when it comes to that middle part of the week. And you're going, okay, it's only two more days left in the week. We get to the weekend. And Eric brings you just some downright wholesome, good Disney fun with his show on Wednesday mornings. It's Eric, you're doing... You're just doing a fantastic job, dude. I can't well, say thank that enough. you, sir. I really, I really I do mean that. I mean it's, and I look forward to uh, again, whatever you're doing in the future and uh, another 10, 20 years. Uh, I'll be doing this until I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's how well, I look at it, you know. Well, I may, you, I may have told you this before, but you are actually the. I, I don't want to say you're my hero, Jeff Davis, but you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I was a fan of the station before I, I joined the staff, obviously, yeah. and uh, was a fan of yours on the on the CB podcast and also of DW60. And so, uh, you know, coming from you, the kind words mean everything. Oh, I appreciate that. I was in the same position. We took two very different paths, Eric. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not marrying you, Jeff. No, no, no. Uh, we're we're going to keep it at a dude bro status. I think that that's where it needs to stay. Uh, do you know it's been like it's been like five years since I've seen Eric. Mm-hmm. That needs to change when uh, yes. this, this whole virus thing goes away. 
I think we need to make a trip up to Birmingham. Let's go. Alabama. <laughs> That's going to happen. Come on up here. I'll treat you some good old barbecue, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go take in sights and stuff like that. <laughs> that's another that's like five or six now i think if you take a drink of your coffee every time <laughs> if you take a drink of your coffee every time eric says voice you'd be wide awake by now yeah you would be <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or whatever yeah, drinking game you it, want to do <laughs> yeah let's let's keep it uh let's keep it caffeinated for the daytime yeah. hours here what do you a final question what do you think your favorite voice to do is um Mater is probably the voice I do best, but my favorite voice to do is that of, I call it the colonel voice because it's the, I, I picture it in my head as the colonel, uh, the sheepdog from 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> Go and see what's in there, Mr. Tibbs. All kind of ghost balls still be on your guard. That. <laughs> Oh, I just love having Eric on a show. <laughs> it's if, just so much if fun. If Phyllis could only hold a candle. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Phyllis doesn't even come close. Oh, she's she's so far off in another world. Johnny, they're talking about me again. <laughs> I cannot do Phyllis as well as you can do Phyllis. I think That's, it's the jersey. It's the jersey. Yeah, it's the jersey that comes out of me. I think so. Yeah, just slightly. Eric, where can everybody find you on social media? On social media, um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Sorcom Review uh, or Uncle Servo. I don't use, really use Twitter that much. I do use Facebook. Uh, you can catch the uh, Sorcom Review's Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash Sorcom Review. Also, uh, hit me up in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. Yeah, you are in the Fun Zone a lot, and uh, you're also... Uh admin slash moderator and everything else so we do appreciate you for everything that you do in the uh in the uh, sorcerer radio disney fun zone look out guys because he's the sheriff and uh, slash ban hammer holder that's right yeah <laughs> he will he will lay the smacketh down quickly <laughs> when he comes to the fun zone and i absolutely love it mm-hmm. i do i do and you do a fantastic job and with everything that you do eric uh we do appreciate you every single day and bringing a little Disney magic to everybody's house. Uh, and, Thank you, sir. And, you know, Thank the, you, sir. And I enjoy, right back at you. Likewise, uh, enjoy you. Enjoy the DW 60. Enjoy the, the four one ones. Enjoy. I, I enjoyed the WDW after dark. We are still getting likes on that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> I see one pop up every now and then like this person, blah, 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 follows you on WDW after dark. I went, Oh, it's been, okay. been what three, four years? Something like that. Yeah, that, and I'm just kind of like, holy cow! That is the gift that keeps on giving. That's right, absolutely. Make sure you check out Mr. Eric Allen's Sorcom review. The SCR. I need to get used to saying that. It's not just Sorcom; it's SCR now. Uh, but you can listen to it every Wednesday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time on Sorcerer Radio at SRSounds.com. Eric, I appreciate you coming on the show. You're going to come on again soon, I hope. Please. Anytime you ask me, I'll, I'll be ready. Fantastic. We are definitely going to have you on again. Again, and that is what's happening here on DW60's Press Row. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com <laughs> Oh, man, that's good. Young man. <laughs> you think Calypso music is hot? 
you wait till you taste the pepper on this one. Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to DW60 at SRSounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at DW underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. You want to hear DW60 in its entirety? Listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at SRSounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcasts. Have a magical day. No, my and your Hi, this is Sorcerer, thanking you, the listeners, for your continued support of Sorcerer Radio, a station committed to bringing the best Disney programming in keeping with Walt Disney's vision, a station where children and parents can have fun listening together and also transporting you back to that favorite place that you all love so much, Walt Disney World. Thanks again for listening. Have a magical day.